0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, 24's podcast. When we are not, we're recording at like 1 o'clock in the morning. Welcome back! Final day of the Combine. We're going to have a recap tomorrow. We're going to finish everything up. I get it. It's, it's hours upon hours of content that you have to sift through. I don't want you to have to sift through it unless you want to. You can listen to all the podcasts. But we're going to tomorrow cover some of the prospects that surprised me some of the prospects that I like it's a lot of box checking it's a lot of oh this player that I was really really high on before the draft he did enough for me to still be high on him uh, post combine excuse me a player that I was high on before the combine still high on him after the combine right talk about that tomorrow but works. today DBs cornerbacks safeties we're gonna talk about him Kyle Hamilton Ahmad Gardner, Sauce Gardner, all the guys coming up, ladies and gentlemen, right here. 24th bucket. We'll just let Kurt Cobain play us out. Easily my favorite Nirvana song, one of my favorites. Uh, it, it always fluctuates, it always changes. Lounge Act, super sick bassline by la, super sick bassline being laid down by Chris Novachek. or Novacek. He yes, has a three syllable last name. It's hard for me to enunciate it. Anyways, um, I'm not gonna lie, I already kind of watched the uh, the draft. Oh yeah, by the way. I'm gonna try and get this in it. We're we're. I'm gonna try and get this um done, uh. Hopefully in like an hour and a half to a little bit under two hours. Why you may ask? Cause I'm gonna go see the Batman again tonight. Gonna go see it again tonight, late at night. Hopefully nobody's in the theater. Or do people go to the super late shows? I mean, I, I don't know. I would hope not. Regardless, I will hopefully get a ticket. We'll we'll see. I don't know. It's Sunday. It's like, I don't have to do really, I mean, I have stuff to do, but not in the morning. Actually, I do, but I'll stay up late. Like, does anyone, like, don't go to the theater at 1 o'clock in the morning, or 2 o'clock in the morning, right? 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock, it's a 3-hour long movie, so it's I'm going to get there, yeah, it's by 2 o'clock. I'm going to get out by like 2. Don't go to the theater. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Anyways, um, so yeah, uh, I want to get in and out hopefully, hopefully by, um, in under two hours, I got like almost five hours of, uh, of content to sift through. We're going to fast forward through some of it. Some of it we're going to, uh, to play and we're going to watch. Let me get one of my pens. I'm going to get a green pen for the guys at the combine. So, A little bit bit of information that you need to know and that you need to understand about defensive backs in the NFL combine. They are supposed to run fast. They are supposed to run fast. Reason why they're supposed to run fast is because if they don't run fast, how are they supposed to cover or not? How are they supposed to cover? I mean, I know how they cover, but if they don't run fast, it's a problem because of when wide receivers go in and out of their breaks. When you go into your break as a wide receiver, unless the DB has, like, perfectly, has, like, perfectly, like, you know, stayed in phase with you, you're, they may be trailing a little bit, right? So, it's like, you know, if you're trailing to kind of have that catch-up speed, you need to be able to run fast, things of that nature. That's why DBs need to run fast, right? At the combine, because it's just, like, you need to be able to catch up to wide receivers going in and out of the breaks, because you're not, unless you're just, like, a god, at playing this position and unless you just you know are never out of phase like you're always going to be you know specifically when it comes to wide receivers going in and out of their breaks you're never necessarily going to be constantly in phase you're never necessarily you're not always going to be hip to hip squared up with with uh with a wide receiver which is why a lot of corners are kind of in that Trevon Diggs mold of like being Super tall, maybe not super tall, like six foot one, six foot two, six foot zero, oh, somewhere around there with like really, really long arms. And the reason for that is, is that, okay, maybe Trevon Diggs isn't necessarily the fastest of guys. Like if you asked me like, hey, what do I, uh, what would I have thought he would have run at the combine during his uh, draft cycle, which was in 2020? I probably would have said four or five. He did not run at the combine because he probably would have run a slow a a slow uh, 40, which, you know, all props to him. Not hating. I'm just saying would have 1000% have run a slow 40, but Trevon, for some weird reason, got faster in the NFL and still kept all of those tangibles, right? He still kept his height, his weight, his arm, uh, his arm span or his arm uh, length, excuse me, his length of arms. I forgot how to say it, but he still kept that and it's just like, oh, okay, that makes sense that's awesome. But for the majority of the DBs entering into the NFL, you want them to be fast. Again, Trevon Diggs got faster. Again, I already saw like 40 minutes of the combine and I was planning on rewatching the entirety of the combine with you. However, I decided against it and here's the reason why because I don't think we need to see certain guys just run again. I only need to see um certain players numbers and things of that nature. Here's the reason why we're not going to watch it again. A lot of dudes ran slow today. If you're a corner, I better see you run mid to low 44s, four high 43s. If you're going to be like a first round draft pick, I need to see you either have long arms and and be really really awesome in coverage or you better freaking run fast. I think only one corner, his name is Kalon Barnes, ran a four three or one or two. Relatively slow corner class. Relatively slow. Apparently Kalen Burns, Barnes ran a four two nine as well. I'm watching his forty. I'm watching his second forty again, right? Kalen Barnes. Four two nine in his second forty. That's a great job. But besides, like, him, uh, there aren't a lot of guys that ran fast today. Like, I saw one of my favorite corners, in fact, a couple of my favorite corners, like, guys like even uh, Kobe Bryant, the corner out of Cincinnati, even he kind of, like, he ran a slow 40. Like, Cairo Alam, his first 40 was, like, 4.55. And I was like, what? 4.55? That's, like... And then it's just like, I'm watching some of these dudes. I'm like, guys, why are we running four sixes here? You're like 200 pounds. You're six foot, six foot one, 200 pounds. You shouldn't be running four fives. Like uh, four sixes. Kobe Bryant ran a four, five, six. I'm like, what is going on? I don't understand it. And you know, I always take out a moment sometimes whenever I talk about the combine Kobe Bryant ran a 455. Five. I'm like, okay, that faster. He needs to run faster. But he's probably he's not he I didn't consider him a first round draft pick anyways, but I was just like nobody has nobody's running fast. It's so important to run fast here at the combine. Got to run fast. Anyways. Um There's certain guys that I'm like like, like, like the reason why I'm so anal about it, right? Like some people are like, ah, twenty four. What does it matter if a guy doesn't run a fast forty? Oh my God, Je- Jeff Akuta. Jeff Akuta. One of the biggest busts in the NFL in the it, in the last couple of years at corner. Let's check out. Didn't he run like a four five forty? Jeff. Kuda 4, 448 so essentially what I'm talking about right he's not very fast comparatively to a lot of wide receivers like let me let me show you like Jeff Akuda ran a 448 want to know comparably like how that is compares uh, like comparison rise right I'm going to pull up Traylon Burke 6'3, 20 almost Traylon Burks ran a 455 Forty at that height and weight, 6'3", 220 Jeff Okuda at the time was maybe like six foot one ninety five, one ninety. 190. He's he's hovering around two hundred pounds. He ran a slightly, like marginably faster time than Traylon Burks. And in my opinion, I felt Traylon Burks was running slow for himself. Didn't A.J. Terrell? I think he. I don't remember what A.J. Terrell ran. What did where did A.J. Terrell run? How did he run? He ran a four-four-two. He ran a low four. I said it before. I said you need to run a, a low four-four forty, or a high four-three forty. He ran a low four-four. I'm like I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Some of my favorite prospects ran fa- ran not fast slow forties. Kyra Lamb, Roger McQuerrey, slow-ass forty times. Slow-ass 40 times. I don't know what to say. It's 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 shocking. I, I stopped watching the Combine after their first runs because I was shocked. Absolutely shocked at how slow these guys ran today. And some people may say to me, some people may say, like, 24, like, come on. Like, you presented only Jeff Okuda as an example. Let me... Let me compound the Jeff Akuda example. Hold on. Kyra Lamb's running. He ran a four, four, seven. He's got to run faster. Kyra Lamb has got to run faster. Kyra? A lamb? I think it's Elam. It's hard for me to enunciate. Kyra Lamb or Elam. Kyra Elam. I'm saying his wrong, his name wrong all the time. I apologize. One of my favorite prospects. Florida Gator. One of my favorite corners. 447. Faster. It needs to be like slightly faster. Get it to, like get, I am. Give me 443, Kyre. Give me 443. He's not going to give me 443. He stuttered off the jump. He gave me 4-4. Four, four. He gave me 4-5-4. Four, four. Okay? I didn't like that. 4-4-7. Four, four, he stuttered a little bit, and I was like, he's not going to give me 4-4. For um four, four, three. I think that's what I said. Like, just shave off 0.03 seconds. Just give me four, four, three. He didn't give me it. And in the booth, they're like, that's not a bad 40. I'm like, it is. Want to know why? It's not just trailing Burks running fast, folks. It's these route running wide receivers. We've covered it for the last couple of days. How fantastic a lot of these route running wide receivers have run, right? right hold on. Pause. Martin Emerson, Mississippi State cornerback 4-6-1. He just ran 4-6-1. He just ran 4-6-1. What are they doing? What are they do- What are these guys doing? Why are my corners running slow 40s? Why are my corners running four, slow 40s? How are they like how are they supposed to catch up to Fort Thor- Thornton? He ran who he ran a 4 2 1. What about Christian Watson? 4'28? What about Isaiah Weston? four three nine? 9. These guys are running 4'6s. They're corners. They're gonna get iced up in the league by the guys going into the league this draft season! I mean, you can't even touch guys like Chris Olave because Chris Olave, he ran a 4 2 6, blazing. Blazingly fast guy, blazingly fast wide receiver, blazing four two six ice these dudes out, and he's a route runner. Are you kidding me? Garrett Wilson four three seven, Jahan Dotson low 441. Four, four, Traylon Burks four five, Calvin Austin four three two. These guys are running for late. Demarcus Fields. Four, five, six. How's he supposed to keep up with these guys coming into the NFL? You tell me. Even Ahmad Gardner, I knew he was going to run slow. He's like six three. I knew he was going to run slow. Four, five, two. I'm fine with that. Long, rangy, dangerous corner. I'm fine with four, five, two. And again, a lot of people are going to tell me it's not just about the forty. I get that. For a lot of other positions. For the corner position, it kind of is. If you're running slow 40s, I can't help you. I can't. Because you're going to get smoked in the league. I I don't know what to tell you. As I watch the rest of Ahmad Gardner running here. Got stopped twice at his 40. I think he can hit below 4, 5, 40. I think he's a fast... Or I think he is faster. Yeah, he hit a four four seven. Okay, I'm like yeah, like Ahmad, Ahmad. I know Ahmad works or Ahmed. Hold on, Ahmad or Ahmed Gardner, four, four, seven. I'm like I don't like he's tall, he's lengthier. I don't need him to run super fast, but I I cannot have you as a corner top tier corner run sub run um, not a, not a sub because we're not talking below a certain number but above a certain number I cannot have you running four fives like super super high four fives mid to high four fives I'm like you're, you're gonna get destroyed destroyed in the league by the top end guys maybe not by the bottom end guys but here's the problem folks everybody has a top end guy now Every every team, unless you are just a dysfunctional mess, every team has good has good wide receiver play. Every how are these guys running slow ass forties? Like, hold on, let me listen in on the broadcast. What do they think about this? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, so they're not even—they're barely talking about it about how slow these corners are rolling. Kyler Gordon, apparently, on everybody's mock on everybody's big board. Everybody's like, "Oh, come here. Kyler Gordon, uh, one of the best corners in the in the draft." Kyler Gordon ran a slow ass four five, seven. He just ran a four, six flat. What? What? You may say to me, 24, uh, are we serious? Like, come on, man. Like how, like, come on. Like, like you get, you gave one fantastic, great example, but I mean, come on. Like, honestly, are we seriously going to talk about corners and speed? Like, let me show you something, Faithful Viewer. Let me show you. You, you, wanna, you don't want to be- believe that the 40 time actually matters because even though it's like the most broadcasted thing that every single network shows and every single person talks about and, and every, like, even though there's a lot of emphasis put on it, a lot of people are like, eh, hey, it doesn't matter. It's just like, let me show you something. I don't even know what Jalen Ramsey ran. I can guarantee you he ran fast. Jalen. Ramsey. Right now, hold on. Before I type it in, low four four, four three. I'll eat crow if he didn't. Four four one. Four four one, folks. Four four one. We can play this game all day. Let me show you something. Marcus Peters. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm gonna not guess. I, I I feel like I've gotten pretty lucky guessing. But I'm like, I'm not gonna guess anymore. Marcus Peters, outlier four five three. That's an outlier. That is an outlier. He's one of the best corners in the NFL. Outlier, he ran a 4.53. I'm not ex- I'm not ex- exactly happy about it, but again, it's kind of like Trevon Diggs. Where Trevon Diggs, if you ask me, he would have ran a, a, a slow 4.40, but somehow he increased his speed. I don't necessarily, I, I, but Marcus Peters is one of the best corners in the NFL. What about Xavier Howard? We'll even do J.C. Jackson as well. Damn, he ran a four-six. Never mind, I'm done checking. <laughs> Point is, if you're a corner, and unless you're Xavier Howard, who's like a ball-hawking corner, you better run fast. You better run fast. Unless you're Xavier Howard, and you're gonna give me like 11 interceptions every single year, run fucking fast. hold on show me all these guys running now and I'm like run fast run fast oh gosh what did Roger McCreary run what did he run goodness gracious some people are like what about the drills what about the drills I'm like we'll get to the drills Roger McCreary Roger McCreary is one of my favorite corners he ran a four, five, five. Oh God. Damn, why am I looking at Ian Rappaport's face when I'm not watching McCreary right now? Ran a four, five, five. Let's see what his second time is. Please be something fast. Please be sub four, sub five. Sub four, five. It's not that hard. You're a corner. These corners are like six feet tall. Wide receivers at the exact same height and weight can run this fast. They can run sub four, five like that in their sleep. Roger is taking forever to get off the line here. Oh no, he's not running sub four, four or four, five, excuse me. (sighs) Damn. He stuttered out of the gate. He ran a four, five, eight. Oh my God. He could have, in fairness, he could have, but he could have ran a four four if he didn't stutter out the gate. Trent McDuffie. Four four six. Run fast. Please, dear God. Run fast. Four, four, six, six, six. I was about to say four five and that's exactly what he ran four five three these corners are just not fast they're not fast and you know what I would have said like one of the deeper cornerback draft class and it is but like if you were to ask me hey 24 would you rather have like I you would have to fight me over Ahmad Gardner right I love Ahmad or Ahmed I'll say Ahmad. I think it's a, I think. Amen. Except with a D. Ahmed. Like, you could sell me on him, but like, as I refer to my notes here, but like, if you were to tell me, for example, I could have Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson or Jahan Dotson or Traylon Burks or even, hell, even Alec Pierce over some of these guys, I would take some of those guys over some of the guys that I just saw run 40s, plus their tape, by the way. Not just 40s, but plus their tape. It's not just that all those guys essentially ran faster 40s than the majority of the corners did today. Um, It's also that um, they're kind of better players, plus the tape. So, God, man. It's not, uh, I'm not saying that, this is a bad cornerback draft class. Again, I think it's one of the deeper ones of the last couple of years. But like the conversation, there hasn't really been a conversation. Like one guy ran a four, seven, two, and then a four, six, eight. There's been like conversation around taking X player at X position or whatever. Dude, we only had like taking like a corner or whatever at like whatever position like at in the teens or in the top 10. Again, like Ahmad garners probably the only corner that you can like reliably take in the top 10. Um, however, beyond a or Ahmed, uh, there's, there's like nobody else now with like that 40 time that I would take. And it's just, the draft is a lot about feeling and being comfortable with a player that you're going to take, right? It's like a lot of the draft and usually you just you know, do your homework about X player, or X wide receiver, or X corner. Let me plug in my computer. It's almost out of battery. Hold on. So it's not about, right? It's not about, <clears throat> it's not about, um, I don't know what, how people think the draft is, but it's not what people think the, uh, the draft is. I don't, I don't know, but it's like, look, the draft is all about getting a player that you're comfortable with and usually, Um, a player that you've scouted for like the last year to two years hopefully like you have a inkling or you've at least for the very least like kept up with this player for like six to seven maybe eight or nine months but I mean oh my gosh it's just one of those things that like I don't know people will still screw up but I don't know god that's so disappointing I saw Kyle Hamilton. I think he ran a four, four, seven or something like that already. Safety is like one of those positions that you kind of don't have to run like a fast 40. It's more like if you are a corner, you should run a fast 40. If you are a corner, you should run a fast 40. If you are a corner and you don't run a fast 40, we have problems. We're showing Ahmad Gardner highlights. Derek Stingley is better than Ahmad Garner. No, he is not. No, he's not. You want to know why Ahmad Garner is such an awesome corner? Because of the exact same reasons why Trevon Diggs is an awesome corner. Trevon Diggs is a long, rangy, aggressive, awesome tackler. Right? Ahmad Garner is very, very similar in the sense of Ahmad is long, rangy, isn't afraid to get in your face and jam, but the ranginess the you know his arm span is what makes him such a dangerous corner because if you because like let's say he's in a trail position and and Nick Saban talked about it with Trevon Diggs he talked about it when he convinced Trevon Diggs to change position from wide receiver to corner he said look look Trevon love you but um we're gonna change you from wide receiver to corner and then Trevon Diggs was sad about it but Nick Saban said it to him like this he's like look you have the size, the frame of an NFL corner, or the, cor- the, uh, the size and the frame that people are looking for in an NFL corner. So Trevon's like, well, what does that mean? He's like, well, a lot of these teams in the NFL, they now want these longer-ranger corners because corners are, like, they, they're always in a trail position, right? They're always in a trail position. Why are they always in a trail position? Well, because they can't freaking hold on to guys anymore, you know? You can only jam and hold on to them for, like, five yards, and then you got to let them go, which is why DBs, it's hard to stay in phase because you can't just grab and hold on to somebody. It's a direct disadvantage for the corner position. So I'm watching Kyra Alam go through his drills. He did a a nice, you know, awesome, like, like, hip thing, hip workout. I forgot what it's called. I don't know what the workouts are called, but I know the workouts when I see them, and I know that. Essentially, they're <clears throat> they're testing can they backpedal and can they change the direction of their hip? Not change the directions of the hips, but to see if they can lower their hips to continuously backpedal into yeah, into like midfield or whatever. I don't know what the drill is called, but I know what the drill is trying to showcase and do. Anyways, back to Trevon Diggs and how Nick Saban convinced him to play corner. He's like, I don't want I don't want to play corner. Nick Saban's like you do. You have the size and the frame of a corner, you're long, you're you're lengthy, and then on top of that, he has great ball skills, right? So it's like he can get his hand in a lot of uh in a lot of passes, in a lot of the alleyways for the passes because he's got great length to him, and so does Ahmed Gardner. Just like ran by all of the uh the DBs as I'm watching them go through this, uh, this drill, they also sent them through the gauntlet, which I think is absolutely ridiculous as much as I love interceptions and as much as I love turnovers and as much as I love Trevon Diggs, I'm like, look, um, they're playing cornerback for a reason. And the reason is uh, they can't catch, which is surprising because me with my tiny hands, I'm five foot seven, me with my tiny ass hands can catch like almost anything that flies my way. I have great hands. Like how do you guys not have great hands? I don't, I don't know why. But hmm. Regardless of the situation. Seeing some of these corners go through some of these it's it's hard ooh it's hard to be a corner and not have good hips and not be able to change direction with your hips like it's really really hard. As I'm about to see Roger McQuarrie go on. It's really, really hard, but there's sometimes some outliers here. Okay. All right. About to watch Roger McQuarrie here. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right. Again, they're... and things of that nature, but oh man, some of these guys are going to be lit. I mean, it's not even some of these, some of these, some of these um in the NFL, some of these guys have already gotten lit up. Some people may tell me, well, in the case of, for example, of Ahmad Gardner, some people will be like, well, he contained Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams is a fast corner. Jameson Williams didn't do anything during that game and it's just like, because Alabama played up against Cincinnati, Jamison Williams, Alabama, uh, Crimson Tide, we're all tied. in the semi-national championship game, Jamison Williams did not have a great game. And at first I was just like, oh, it's because Ahmad Gardner was covering him, right? Because a smart analyst told me that and then I believed him. But then I watched the Natty again. I watched all of Jamison Williams snaps. That's not necessarily the case. He didn't get a whole lot of targets here. Uh, Let me pull up why he didn't get a whole lot of targets. Okay, sorry about that. Um, I accidentally unplugged my microphone. I have no idea how. It's like the cord freaking just slipped out. Um, Sorry about that. I was going – I was – I think – I don't know when I cut out. I couldn't see it. But essentially I was trying to tease up uh, Brian Robinson and how he ran for like 204 yards in the um, Alabama-Cincinnati semifinal game this year. And how Alabama had essentially gotten 301 yards on the ground in the uh, the semifinal. I'm just like, that's what I was trying to essentially say. And then I'm like, what is, I'm like, what is playing on my computer? And then it's just like, it's this fucking ad by ESPN because they auto-played ads. Sorry. But um, on top of like. On top of Jameson Williams, quote-unquote, not having a good day, Jameson Williams caught seven passes. So, I don't really know what's up with that. Yeah, Jameson Williams had, not Jameson Williams specifically, but Alabama's uh, offense specifically, their running game, had a great day against the Cincinnati Bearcats. I don't really know what to tell people. Any any drill that has a corner do anything related to, like, ball skills or whatever, I, like, I'm kind of not interested in, to be honest with you. Anyways. Um, however, God, I got to talk about this one corner. His name is Jalen Armar Amor Davis. I really don't like – oh, man. I was about to say I really don't like dunking on players if I don't have to. And I don't have to, so I'm not going to talk about Jalen Amar Davis because I have a lot of opinions about him and they're all negative and I don't really want to speak them. Don't really want to, you know, impact a guy's dream. I don't really, I don't want to like cross a guy's dream, you know? Anyways. As we're, as I'm watching, what is it? The backpedal drill where they're supposed to look up in the air and make a play on the ball, which again, they're DBs. They're <laughs> I'm like, let me tell you something. Uh, a lot of drop passes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, a lot of drop passes. Some of these guys are actually making pretty good catches, but for the most part, it's kind of a, Oh God, Kyra Lamb just had like a really, really bad set. Like wasn't really fluid in his hips kind of had to like stutter step a little bit. It was almost as if he had to like regain, like regather himself as he was backpedaling. It was so weird to watch. I was like, that's awkward. I also have to ask, right? Because I've, you know, I I watch a lot of football. I see a lot of interceptions. I'm not going to lie. I don't really see like a lot of these corner route interceptions where the quarterback just like thoroughly underthrows the football that it's like inbounds, but like still at the exact same time is like it's inbounds, but it's like literally in the perfect position for the DB to go up and get it. I, again, I feel like this is like super unrealistic, but like still, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's all in good fun. I guess. I don't know. I don't know, I just again I have problems with some of these uh with some of these drills that they have corners doing and running and stuff like that. It's like if you didn't watch them in college, then it's kind of uh hard to evaluate these guys. As I'm watching Kyler Gordon here. Does anyone else look at Kyler Gordon and is like he's a little bit undersized? that's what I do. (laughs) Well, that's, that's what I think sometimes whenever I'm watching Kyler Gordon, I'm like, isn't he a little bit undersized? I don't know. Anyways. I like get to Roger McQuarrie here. I always confuse Roger McQuarrie with Kyra Lamb because they look pretty similar and I'm like, who's the bad tackler and who's like the willing tackler (laughs) or who's the great tackler. Like there's like very, very little difference between the two of them. Like one is like expertly terrible at tackling. And then the other one is like awesomely awesome at tackling. He could potentially play like a safety position or a safety role. I'm like, Oh, like he's super, super awesome. Like a box safety. I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, who is it? I think it's a lamb. I think, A lamb is great at tackling because I remember his highlights being uh, the tackling highlights were in like uh, the Florida Gator uniform. And then I was just like, oh, yeah, it was McCreary who was bad. There's a difference in being a bad tackler and a non-willing tackler. Both of them are willing tacklers. It's just a lamb or McCreary, excuse me, lacks technique. Wait, are they doing the exact same workout except on the right hash instead of the left hash now? Oh God. I think they are. Oh God. It's the, it's like the, uh, oh my god, this is such an unrealistic drill. They like start on one hash and then run all the way to the opposite hash. And I'm like to the opposite side of the football field, not even hash. It's like outside the numbers. I'm like, This is like a safety drill. It's like unreal. I I get it. I don't know. I feel like this drill is a bit ridiculous. Which is why I'm fast forwarding through it. I'm like, where's the W drill? Do that. Do that. That is a real drill that actually like translates to the NFL. Do that. Run that drill. Kind of thought of something interesting, right? Because a lot of people are like, 24, um, should I draft a corner? Should my team draft a corner in this draft? It, yes. Yes, your team should. Um, In the top 10? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. 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 No. No, 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 no. There's so many better. Even like, again, Ahmad, I love him. Yes, based off of his 40, I may or may not draft him in the top 10. I love a lot more. I talked about it. I'm like, I feel way more comfortable with other players than with, you know, some of these corners as they're showing me Derek Stingley from like two years ago, three years ago, really. I'm like, hey, I get it. He was an awesome freshman. He was bad these last two years. Derek Stingley, cornerback out of LSU, I have been absolutely all over Derek Stingley for like, first and foremost, they're showing like one, not first and foremost, but they're showing like one of his only good tackles, but Derek Stingley is not a good tackler like at all. And then they're showing me like Jamar Chase working against Derek Stingley. Again, this is his freshman year. So this semi counts, but not really. And then it's just like he kind of gets beaten by Derek here. Not Derek, Jamar. Yeah, he's gone. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah. This doesn't, I mean, I get like, I get it. They competed against each other in college, but this isn't like great. Some of these reps aren't great. Some of these reps actually are pretty great. Oh yeah, he's gone. He's beaten. Oh, no, never mind. Jamar Chase was running, like, this little seam route. And then, and then it's just, like, I was just, like, oh, yeah, he's gone. You know, he has Derek Stingley, like, in his back hip pocket. And then he broke, and then Derek Stingley broke with him, and I was, like, oh, no, he's, he's not gone. Jesus Christ. Here we go. Here's the W drill as we watch instead of the combine we watch Derek Stingley against Jamar chase oh God man a lamb has just not had a great workout today I mean on one of those on oh my God some of these corners man I don't know if it's Indy's turf because I saw dudes the uh, I saw some of the defense alignment slipping I don't know what it is, but, like, dudes are, like, they're losing their footing on the turf. I mean, some dudes aren't technically, but, I mean, some of these dudes are, like, losing their footing on the turf and they're sliding. Like, I just saw Kyra Lamb, like, backpedal and, like, almost trip over himself, and I'm like, that is not good at all. Notice how I didn't talk about the 40 at all, but then you compound the 40 and you're like, mm, I mean, I'm not good. I thought Kyra Land was like a borderline first-round draft pick, but then it's just like, like here's the thing, right? Ahmad Gardner, beautiful. He did the W, the W drill perfectly, perfectly. And I'm like, look, I feel like there should be no excuse to not execute a nice W drill. I feel like there shouldn't be. If you don't know what the W drill is, there's three cones. The corner starts at one cone, he backpedals, he goes to another cone, he backpedals again, he goes to another cone in the shape of a W. That's what the W drill is. It's really, really awesome for if you're a corner. It essentially teaches you how to like break on the ball. I think that's what the term is. I think, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a coach. But it's like, yeah, I'm watching some of these W drills play out, and I'm like, dude, like, um, this is like cornerbacking 101. Backpedaling and then sprinting. Backpedal, sprint, backpedal, sprint on the ball. It's like some of these guys uh could not do that very well. And they're showing me McCreary right now. A lamb is the one that has not had the great workout, but uh, uh McQuery has not has been an awesome corner. He ran a four five eight and a four five five do with uh do without what you will but McCreary is a super awesome corner super awesome corner long rangy dangerous corner but okay showing the LSU game right now is that Burrow oh he picked off Burrow he was working against Jamar Chase okay and then they're showing the Alabama game. The Alabama game, by the way, was one of, was was essentially the, the stamp on Roger McCreary's career. Because that game, if you don't remember that game, Auburn had almost beat um, Alabama in the Iron Bowl. But that game, Auburn would not have won that game without Roger McCreary. And I mean, he freaking wrecked havoc on Alabama for like three hours until Bryce Young just was awesome and then Alabama won in an overtime. But Roger McCreary, man, yikes. Yikes. Of a corner. And again, would not have expected 4-5 from Roger McCreary. I was like, 4-4. Couldn't run that. I was like, please run 4-4. Please make me look smart. He did not make me look smart. But his games have also made me look smart. It's kind of like, you know, it's a give and a take. You know, there's some things that he does that makes me look like a, like Jimmy Neutron boy genius. And then there's other times where he does things that make me look like I'm Sheen, you know. Great metaphor. Great reference. If you know it. If you don't, um, watch Jimmy Neutron. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Got a blast. (laughs) (laughs) Gets to the stars Oh, buy candy bars Who a kid with a knack for adventure His super-powered mind A mechanical canine Rescues the day from sure destruction This is the big one Ah, Jimmy Neutron Sorry Um, if you're wondering, it's like, why weren't weren't we talking about the combine 24? Well, um, they decided to, uh, to fricking give me the rainbow bars. So I don't really know what's going on. So, I mean, we'll just listen to Jimmy Neutron uh, when the NFL network decides to actually give me the broadcast instead of giving me uh, like, I watch the NFL network pretty much daily now. I cannot believe how bad some of the programming is where it's like, I literally get the rainbow bars, like the, like the, um, like, like I've never seen this in cable television, except when I watch the NFL network consistently. It's like, you guys don't have good production engineers. Like what's going on here? Three, two, one. Got a blast. Got a blast. Loved Jimmy Neutron growing up as a kid. Oh, my God. I used to watch the shit out of that TV show. Interesting, interesting animation style. Um, Dear God, man. It's an interesting animation style, but it's just like it never really picked up. It was like the 3D stuff that everybody says is terrible. I, I like it. I don't know. A super powered mine. A mechanical canine. It's weird. It's like I was watch. I was like walking through um, Walmart the other day, and they were like, "Yeah, we have the complete series on DVD." I was like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, we got it. We got it." And I was like, "What?" It's like I don't want it. (laughs) I'm like, I don't want it. I'm fine. I'm straight. God, they have so. And then they had the wild thornberries as well. God, they also had Planet Sheen, which was the fucking disaster of a TV show that came after it Mm -mm -mm. anyways all right back to the combine I kid you not like it's like a networking program issue where it's like literally can I even listen to anything here yeah like the pro like they just they completely lost all of the programming it's like hey wait like dbs are like one of my one of the most important parts of the combine and they're like, "Yeah, we're just um we're not even going to be able to run ads because of how disastrous this has gotten." Great job. Great job. Everybody at uh everybody at the NFL Network. Don't even know what to say. Here we go. Now we're back with um I I don't even know where we're at right now. Oh my god, they're running like What is it? I'm like, "Are they running routes?" No. All right, I'm fast forwarding. So <laughs> like they're like essentially running routes and it's just like I'm like, dude, like what? I get I get the concept, right? I get that the concept is, you know, there's like essentially the route for the quarterback is the speed out and the DB is supposed to break on, but he's not going to guard the hash. He's not going to play midfield and the ball like it's unrealistic. That's what I'm trying to say. It's unrealistic. That's all I'm saying. Just saying. It's unrealistic. I don't like to be lied to. I feel like I'm being lied to. Superpowered mind. A mechanical. It's a it's a catchy song. Rescues the day from sure destruction. It's a catchy song. This is the big one. I don't know what he says. God. Anyways, I'm just like fast forwarding through the rest of this, not through the rest of this. I'm just like fast forwarding through ads and like seeing if finally, like corners are lined up semi. Oh my God. Ahmad Garner did the drill wrong. Corners are lined up like outside, right? Oh my God. It's the, oh my God. It's the, it's the drill where they're supposed to walk back and then they go into a full backpedal. And it's like, this is unrealistic. I I'm, I'm fast forwarding. It's unrealistic. It's unrealistic. They're supposed to walk back instead of just straight up backpedal. It's unrealistic. I, I don't like it. Jesus Christ. A superpowered mind, mine, a mechanical canine, bark, bark, rescues the day from sure destruction. God, how many drills are we going to do, guys, with the DBs? The DBs have run more routes and done more drills than the wide receivers. What is this drill even supposed to test? Hold on. I, uh, like, huh, some of these drills I just feel are absurdly ridiculous. Oh, my God. The drill that I'm watching right now is essentially them changing direction and moving from one place to another. Like, I, it's it's a terrible drill. It's a terrible drill for what <clears throat> it's supposed to test on, at least in my opinion. I'm like, this is not very good. specifically the drill, I guess. I don't know. Oh God. I hate how much I'm fast forwarding, but I'm like, goodness gracious. It's ridiculous. Like, I hate how much I'm fast-forwarding, but at the exact same time, I'm like, do I want to watch some of this stuff? No. (laughs) I'm like, no. No, I do not. Some of these god-awful drills, no. No, I do not. What is this? Now it's like they have the corners running what what is this what what am I watching? It's the box drill hold on they're doing what's called the box drill, which is like a different version or variation of the w drill, which is what I like, but oh my God, this is ridiculous. God. I've been watching corners for three hours. Oh my God. (laughs) Not like not live, but like, like I'm three hours in and I'm still watching corners. I'm like, guys, like this is a we're, we're finding new ways to just, like, fill in space. I feel like I should not have ever have had to watch, like, almost an hour of corners trying to run routes and trying to catch passes because that's what they are uh, not supposed to do, and that's what they cannot do. There's not even three cones out there. Jesus Christ. Ugh. <sighs> trying to find like Kyra lamb here. And yeah, there he is. Who has had not a great workout today. It is um, I'll say this. Some people are like, are, are you seriously going to dock him for it? it yeah, like I, I dock and I raise people when it comes to their stock, depending on what I've seen at the combine. Okay. I did it for Malik when I saw how awesome Malik was. He shot every I, not even I raised his stock. Everybody, everybody raised his stock. For me. I was already high on Malik Willis. I said he's he's a top four player. Yeah, like hold on a lamb man. I don't know if it's with his feet. I don't know what is going on there, but like I, I just I don't know what's going on with a lamb. I don't know if it's his cleats. I don't know what the hell it's going is going on. He just keeps on losing his footing. And he keeps on stumbling and fumbling around on the football field. It's so weird to watch. It's like believing in Santa Claus and then finding out that it's your parents wrapping the, uh, the trees underneath, you know, the, uh, the tree thing. I don't know. I'm bad at this. It is weird though. Like how ridiculous a lamb is like performing right now. It's not even like testing really. It's like, It's, it's working out. It's like, dude, I've never, I've never seen him. It's not playing bad, but it's just like perform this badly. I guess. I don't know. It's hard to describe. Oh God. Anyways, as I'm fast forwarding as. D'Angelo Hall, which is God, I feel one of the worst things about Deion Sanders not being at the NFL network is that D'Angelo Hall is essentially the new expert corner that they have who D'Angelo Hall is like nowhere near the level of Deion Sanders like at all. And he's not as entertaining whatsoever as why am I, why am I still watching D'Angelo Hall? Like, all I can remember of DeAngelo Hall is, like, him getting absolutely cooked by Dallas every single year, twice a year. And then the DeAndre Hopkins tape where he talks shit to DeAndre Hopkins, and then DeAndre Hopkins says some cold shit like, I fear God, bro. I fear God. And then he cooks De- uh, freaking DeAngelo Hall. And then DeAngelo Hall had, like, an ankle injury or a leg injury or something like that. And then he stopped talking shit because he was hurt. And then DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Hopkins said, I don't start it. I finish it that's my lasting impression of D'Angelo Hall like I have zero fond memories of him I'm like did he even intercept somebody he had to he played for like 10 years but I, I don't I don't remember it because it it probably happened like 10 years ago or potentially never have we seen film of D'Angelo Hall intercepting the past he ran a great four uh 40 he ran like four three but I'm like that's the first step of being an actual good corner is running fast, and then the second step is like actually playing well. I love how they're like you know who Kyle Hamilton reminds me of? Durren James, who has like who he is like three inches taller than I don't know, they're they're similar when it comes to some of the measurements, but he's like he's three inches taller than him. The weight is similar, it's two twenty versus two fifteen in favor of Kyle Hamilton. Their arm length is similar at 33 inches, which is weird. And it's like their vertical jump and all that other stuff is like pretty similar. Okay, they're about to run the gauntlet, which is a wide receiver drill. I don't care. I'm like, I don't care. Like if you're a corner and you're running routes, I would rather have like, I mean, goodness gracious, just three hours with corners, man. We didn't even spend that much time on wide receivers. I wish they would have wide receivers mo- run more routes and things of that nature than spend three fucking hours with corners attempting to catch passes. I mean, goodness gracious, dude. This is ridiculous. So, after the gauntlet drill, we're going to get the corners. And hopefully, I'm out of here within like the next 10 to 20 minutes because I got to watch the Batman. Done, 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 done. We'll see. Bum, 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 something in the... Okay, I'm done. Mm -hmm. God. As they're re-explaining the 40 time to safeties. Now, safeties are a little bit of a a different position than corners when it comes to speed, right? So, with like a safety, okay, you don't need to run super fast. Safeties are usually a little bit heavier than corners, which is why I'm like, I don't really mind it if they run a slower 40. Um, it, like, I, like I talked about, I think it was last night where it's just like, you're checking boxes here. You're not, you're giving a pass fail here, right? It's like you're not trying to necessarily fail a guy. You're not trying to necessarily be like, all right, you know, you ran a four or five, I'm going to fail you. This isn't as tight as being a quarter. This is more along the lines of like, Hey, are you in shape? Right? I can tell, are you in shape? And did you actually train to run fast? That's essentially it. That's it. We'll kind of get the, uh, the vibe here in a couple of minutes. I'm just going to start fast-forwarding through the 40-yard dashes. Entertaining as it is, it's like I don't need to see guys run fast 40s or 40s in general. It's like I I kind of know what's at the, uh, the end of the rainbow, so to speak. Why are the safeties running faster 40s in the corners? Like one guy just ran a 4-5. I think the other guy – a four four five. excuse me – Another guy ran like a low four five. I'm like. Why are they running faster than, than the corners? That doesn't make any sense. One safety just cannot seem to uh to freaking get down in his stance and run a fast ass 40. Yeah. Dane Belton, 449. Like, I'll take that for a safety. I'll take I like that. I like that. That's pretty good. Why can't the corners do the same thing? They're, they're, they're slimmer. They're supposed to be faster. Shaquan Brisker, potentially future Dallas Cowboy, by the way, out of Penn State. Apparently, he had back tightness after the bench press. And even he ran like a 4-5-3 with like back tightness. It's like I can only imagine if he actually had, if he if he didn't have the back tightness. ridiculous hold on Lewis sign out of Georgia just ran like a four what was it like a four it was a low four four safety he's a safety on a low four four he ran a four he ran a four four flat it's like Some people are not in shape. Lewis Sign safety is running faster than the majority of these guys here. Corners. Shame on the corners. Anyways, let me fast forward through some of these other guys as Kyle Hamilton is about to run here. Kyle. Hamilton, you know, what's funny. I live in the country, right? Nobody goes to the theater at 10 o'clock, but I, I, not nobody goes to the theater, but I went to see Batman on Friday. Nobody was there at like 10 o'clock in the morning. I was there. Kyle Hamilton, two twenty-four, like five, nine. I think you'll take that. He's a safety. It doesn't matter that much for him. Daxton Hill, four, four, three. Safety out of Michigan. I think it was a, what, like a four or five, three or something like that for Daxon Hill. I forgot. Live in the country. Nobody goes to the theaters. I'm hoping to God. I saw that they had these Pizza Hut pizzas. The morning that I went in to go see the Batman, I'm hoping that they have more of those. So that way I can just have dinner. I want like three of them. So that way I can just, mm, I can already taste I can already taste all of that pepperoni pizza all that bad bat, man goodness I am so excited oh my god oh my god something in the way yeah Hmm. oh my god as the dbs are about to what are they about to do not the DBs, the safeties are about to go through another set of 40s. Yeah, they all had like they all had solid 40 times. I don't know what to tell I don't know what to say. I don't know what to tell you. Like you should run faster. If you are a DB, you should run fucking faster. Run faster. Run fucking faster. Run your ass faster. Run it faster. Oh, oh, oh. I'm gonna just start fast forwarding through the forty times. Again, it doesn't matter that much for the safeties because again, it's like you're not really expecting the majority of uh safeties to run fast. So you kind of just are like, benchmark it, you know, do you run fast enough? Is the question and it's just like, yeah, I run fast enough. We'll see what happens. I'm like fast forwarding and reading Twitter. It's like people already. Hold on. Apparently the Cowboys are about to release both DeMarcus Lawrence, which I don't mind at all and Amari Cooper, which would free up so much money in cap space. Oh my God. I am so excited for tomorrow. I am so excited for tomorrow. I'm like I'm reading on Twitter and it's like, hold on. Somebody's like, uh, like Mike Fisher, I love him, wrote a wrote an article about how like, what is it? Lewis's, uh, it was Lewis Riddick. I hate him so much. <laughs> like Lewis Riddick is talking about um about Amari Cooper and he's just like um he'll go to the Patriots, but then it's like apparently the Cowboys are potentially going to release both Amari Cooper and also and also DeMarcus Lawrence. I would hate if they release Amari. I would love it if they release DeMarcus Lawrence. Oh my god, are you kidding me? I'm like, get him out. Get him out. Get him out. I'm so excited. I'm like, yes. Get rid of him. Oh my god. Apparently the four teams that are expected to have interest in Amari Cooper, hold on. Bears, Dolphins, Chiefs, and Patriots. I would be so annoyed if he went to the Chiefs, but oh my god, if he went to the Bears and the Bears gave up a first round draft pick, they will not. They will not. They 1,000% will not. Wait, seriously? It could happen? Oh my God. They're like, people are already like rumored people are already rumoring. Not only um, it's, it's like a real thing that like Demarcus Lawrence will most likely be cut, which I'm like, yes. Then the Cowboys get to resign Randy Gregory. Then they get the freaking have some money against the cap and maybe make a move. Uh, I hate cutting Amari, but I mean, Oh my God. Oh my God. <clears throat> awesome, 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 awesome. Anyways, as we get back to the combine, just more forties. It's like, you see one forty, you see it all, you've seen it all. And again, it matters way more for DBs, specifically corners and wide receivers than it does for like safeties and linebackers and edge rushers and like All this other stuff. I'm just going to, like, fast forward through it. And, again, they have, like, they have wide receiver drills, almost, for corners, man. Or DBs. And it's a hard evaluation. Especially with D'Angelo Hall. Ugh. Ugh. Like, can we get somebody who's mildly entertaining? Again, Jaquan Brisker isn't participating at all because um, of back tightness, but I don't know. I think some of these drills where they actually have players run from one hash to the other is actually like a safety drill, which is why I was like, why are we having corners do safety drills and not corner drills? But okay. But, yeah, like, some of these drills where they're actually having safeties, like, essentially, like, simulate them breaking on a ball to, like, breaking on, like, an out route is, like, a real thing. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. It's actually, like, a real thing that you can test a DB on instead of whatever on God's earth you guys have been doing for, like, the last three hours. Me, personally speaking, um, as somebody who enjoys the combine and who enjoys the draft, talk thoroughly I kind of despise some of the, um. like, I, I despise that this is five hours. I'm like, this does not need to be five hours. This should be like three, maybe two and a half. This should not be almost twice as long as the new Batman movie that I'm about to see in an hour. I will be in my chair with my pizza, potentially a small bag of pop. I'm going to eat a lot of food. I am super hungry. I'm like I should not have to freaking see all this shit for like. I should not have to see like five hours of combine stuff, or more specifically, fast forward through the majority of it. It's like I don't need to see guys do the exact same drill on both hashes. I don't need to. If they can do it on one hash, they can do it on the other. It's like wiping deodorant under uh, in, in your armpits or putting deodorant on. It's like you, you like if you can put. Deodorant on one armpit, you can put it on the other. I don't need to see guys backpedal on two of the, on, on the hash. It doesn't matter which hash. Like they backpedal on the hash, then they just run up the field on that exact same hash. It's ridiculous. I don't need to see them do it twice. We're over-evaluating players here. This is a waste of time. It's something in the way. Yeah. God, what am I looking at right now? You know what I don't understand? And some of these drills, I don't understand why they don't have the corners actually play, not the corners, the safeties actually play like a deep safety role. And like, showcase off like hey this is me breaking on the ball as I am playing like a deep safety role and then you can have them play strong safety again I feel like these drills are dumb and outdated and as I like watch the drills I'm like oh this is why a lot of the corners in the NFL suck because none of this is like relevant to them actually playing the cornerback position especially relevant relative to the um Uh, relative to like the wide receivers in the NFL. Like who is throwing the deep corner route and throws a shitty corner route to the point where a DB can pick it off? Like nobody. Nobody throws those types of routes where it's like, oh yeah, the corner, like you're either going to throw it out of of bounds or you're going to throw it to the back or you're going to throw it essentially to the only place that your wide receiver can get it. Like nobody's going to throw a bad corner route. And it's like how many deep corner routes are there Like, I haven't seen, like, deep, not in, especially corner routes, not in, like, the red zone. Like, this is a red zone play. Also, why aren't they working in the red zone? Why isn't there, like, corner corner passes, or not corner passes, but DB work in the red zone as well, as, like, in the majority of the field? They have the exact same thing for wide receivers. Why not have the exact same thing for corners and safeties? I don't understand it it confuses me. God. Oh my God. They, they run two deep corner routes. They're like, well, you know, let's do it on the left side. Now let's do it on the right side because, you know, we're just afraid. Maybe the guys can't do it properly. Like what? Oh my God. Oh, they have like Rod Woodson there. See, now that's a corner who I would actually appreciate his commentary from. I hold on. Hold on. I'm like, I would actually the, the NFL network needs to hire Rod Woodson or at least like say, hey, Rod Woodson, you want and you want and you Kate on the uh, these uh, players because goodness gracious, Uh, D'Angelo Hall is fucking boring. Like, please come, Rod. Please, please, please commentate, Rod Wood. Please. I don't know. Anyways. I think that's it for the combine for the most part. It's just going to be like these. The problem with a lot of these drills is that it is like with wide receivers running routes not running good, like, if you're a wide receiver and if you can't run good routes, it's pretty obvious. Like, some people are like, oh, man, like, I like like no, it's not. It, like, some people would be contrarian. Some people would tell me that it's not. And it is. It's really, really easy to tell if a guy isn't running good routes. The problem with doing all of these drills for DBs and corners and safeties is that it's really, really hard to fail a lot of these drills. Like, it really, really is. So, a lot of these drills can make you look really, really awesome, but in reality, you're kind of not. But, you know, I don't know. I think I'm going to end it there. I'm not going to hold you up. I'm... I'm, I'm. My microphone got unplugged. I apologize. But, I'm going to go see the new Batman. I'm going to be tired. I'm going to eat my dinner, which... They, I, like, it's there. They had a bunch. They had Pizza Hut pizzas there. I'm going to get, like, a large drink, maybe a small bag of popcorn, two drinks, small bag. Super excited. Super excited. It's all going to be for me. I'm so excited. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll see you tomorrow. We'll wrap up the Combine. We will not watch another 40. We'll talk about it. I'll refer to my notes. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Damn it, my microphone keeps on getting unplugged. I, I apologize. Cannot wait to get into it tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, Twenty fourth podcast.